ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Ink with me, Matt Valdez. Hi. Today, we are coming to you, not live, because we have to edit this, I've said it before, and uh, actually have the new studio, new and improved. <sighs> kind of like the old studio, but just newer. Um, and today, I've got a really cool guest with me by the name of Dallin. And say hello to the friends and family and fans of... Hello. <laughs> I know, that's right. It's, it's one of those things where you go, oh, I'm on camera. <laughs> and normally I don't have a problem being on camera. But today, Matt's going to force me to be on camera. Because that's what I do. Good times. So, new studio. What do you think? Do you like it? It's pretty like cool. Like it. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, other than it being a little loud, just a little bit loud. So we're kind of doing the maiden voyage of this whole process to see how it's going to be, you know, here, because in essence, it's like a beauty studio. So you're going to, you may hear a hairdryer, you may hear a lot of, you know, just loud voices. And that's probably coming from, you know, some of the hairstylists, whatever. I don't judge. It's just where I am. It was a great deal, great price. And phenomenal studios, really, really phenomenal studios. So, uh, you know, I have to get back into it. I have to start doing what I do. And today we're working on more of his sleeve. Uh, we did a rose with baseball stitching to cover up another, you know, slight cover up thing. Um, pocket watch. <laughs> Crowned King Skull Doe. Very, very cool. And uh, now we're adding some cards because it's going to have some dice and Queen of Hearts in the middle. It's going to be pretty damn cool. So I'm excited to uh, take this journey. And uh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Woo, that sucker's going. Ham on. Wireless still in the new studio. Good shit. So let's tell the viewers a little bit about you, man. You're what, 19 now? Um, just turned 19, just April turned 28th. 19. Very um, <laughs> still live at home because I'm broke, you know? <laughs> but you're in school. I am in school. Yeah. I decided yesterday to change careers. What? I'm going to become a dental assistant. So you're giving up baseball? No, oh. I still do baseball, but I was going to school for paramedics and fire department and all that stuff. Okay. But I'm going to go do a dental assistant now. Very cool. All right. So where are you going to go? Or you're still, where do you go? Uh, I go to Scottsdale Community College. Okay. And I'm still going to go there, do all my prereqs and all that stuff. Then after that, find a school that has it and will allow me to play baseball still. Yeah. So you're a pitcher. Yes. And a damn good one at that. No joke. He's really good. You should look him up. Uh, I thought, you know, for sure I was like, you know, I'm always saying you're athletic. You yeah. go to school with my son. So I don't know about you, you know, yeah. but he's really fucking impressive. Like 
What was that other thing you, 92? 92.3. 92. 92.3. That's pretty fast there, buddy. Um, now, you have baseball in your family, right? Like, that's yeah. it's kind of like why we started this first, the first piece. Yeah. And then that was a memorial piece for your uncle. Mm-hmm. And then um, your dad played baseball, right? Yes. What position did he play? My dad was a catcher and first baseman. Oh, okay. I can see your dad as a catcher. A big boy. He's a big guy. Big guy. Big, big dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I've tattooed him too, so eventually, what, you guys have a little competitive uh, little competition going? Who's going to have more tattoos by the end of the year? Or? Yeah, kind of. It's more of him telling me he'll be the next one to come in. Then he gets busy with work, then I come in. So <laughs> then I get the cold shoulder for about an hour after getting it done. <laughs> then he goes, I'll go get the next one, I swear. Then I go in again. What did he think of the last one that we did last session? He he likes it a lot. He was the one of the people that picked it for me, too. Oh, nice. Because it was this one, then a uh, lion. And uh-huh. he said, do the scroll because everyone else has a lion somewhat tied into a tattoo. Yeah. Well, if you're a Leo, I mean, or if you're a lion lover, that's cool. I mean, it could be the, could be the Tiger King. The Tiger King, yeah. <laughs> but you, you would need a Carol Baskin in your life? Ooh. Eee. That's not good. That would not be good. I don't know. I heard she killed her husband, allegedly, on purpose. She whacked him. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Is it like a TikTok thing on that too? Okay. Yeah. That's funny as shit. So how do you feel to uh, being the the first one in the new studio, guinea pig type thing to see if it's uh, if it's good? Fun. <laughs> Fun? What'd you say when I, what'd you think when I was telling you, hey, by the way, <laughs> do you want to film an episode? I was sitting there, I just got out of bed, you called me, you're like, you want to film an episode? In my head, I was like, yeah, let's do it. I walked downstairs and I told my mom. My mom was like, you got to fix your hair. You got to do everything. I was like, damn, you should have called me ugly without saying it. <laughs> your mom called you ugly without, without saying it. By like, the way, son, you look a little shitty today. You might want to get that cleaned up. <laughs> at least you wear a hat all the time. I go, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing you're wearing a hat. Mom? I look like you. Come on. I don't know how to take that. Pretty funny. So, you like baseball. Yes. I, one would say that you enjoy baseball immensely, right? Very, yes. Like, like, it's a good career path. Could you see yourself playing, like, in the major leagues? And that, Just the whole reason why I'm working towards this is to get into that. Mm-hmm. And I've, before I knew how to crawl and walk and talk and all that stuff, I was picking up a baseball, throwing it up in the air and catching it. Oh, nice. And so that's, that's the thing, like, when you're in kindergarten, you always get asked by a teacher, what do you want to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. My answer was always to be a professional baseball player. And right. I get asked that to this day still, what do you want to be when you grow up? Professional baseball player. They go, what happens if that doesn't work? I go, I'll go coach then. After I do all my schooling and stuff, I'll go coach. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm still around it, I'm fine. I used to think it was crazy when people would say, you know, what if that doesn't work, you know? You kind of, 
I never listen to a lot of people. I don't listen to a lot of people that say, well, you can't do that. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Because if you let people dictate your future, like, sorry, you're, you're not going to do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to let, you're going to let them win, you know, and, and kind of like you'll create doubt within yourself and yeah, just won't, you won't do it. My freshman year, I got told by one of the seniors, I was the only freshman on varsity. Mm-hmm. He told me I would amount to nothing. I'd never be anything past high school. Mm-hmm. And in my head, that made me really angry. And at the same time, very, very upset getting told that by someone that I called a teammate. Yeah. And then I worked my ass off 24-7 to become the only kid ever to take three senior spots on senior night and make three of them quit on their senior night after they got their presents. Damn. And one of them was the kid that told me I would amount to nothing. And he, and he quit. He quit because I started over him as a freshman. Wow. And to his day, he'll see me post stuff and he'll text me and he'll be like, I'm sorry for saying this stuff. And I was like, I appreciate you for saying it. You made me work harder towards what I wanted to do. Yeah, well, hell yeah. I mean, some people need that motivation, and they go, what, what do they say? Let your hater be your biggest motivator? Yeah. And I just think that's like, there's no truer statement than letting somebody who's, again, lack of better terms, haters, um, but let them f- feel that passion. Dude, fuck it. All right, somebody said you can't do it, then okay, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And just watch me do it from the sidelines, cause you quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever. That's fucked. So how long? You, so you've been playing baseball forever, then? Yeah. Um, Eighteen months old is when I started my very first game of t-ball. I was the only kid in pull-ups playing t-ball. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, my son Matthew, when he was three, he was the average height weight you know size of a five-year-old mm-hmm. and so um they kept asking us like hey because my older sons played uh baseball and so they would ask us well how come matthew's not playing how come you're not gonna you know sign him up yeah i was like dude he's three years old like i'm not gonna sign him and they're like really like we thought he was five i'm like nah. so he was athletic same thing and mm-hmm. and uh it was always it was always cool to uh so i understand that plus you were you're a tall kid man so. i was always the short one though really i was i'm always the short one and i was always the youngest one so you're what six six four now you're six four now okay when did you finally start growing into uh end of freshman year beginning of sophomore year summer is when i started to actually get some height uh-huh then junior year is when i hit six foot the senior year is when i started becoming taller and now as a freshman in college, I'm six four, and then you realize you got you got the kids that are like five eight, that are amazing at baseball. Then you got the kids that are like six eight, can't do anything. Jesus, six eight? That's a tall ass kid. <laughs> like holy balls. Yeah, that's uh. Well, that's cool. So, are you the starting pitcher? Uh, yes, I was one of them. One of them. Okay. We had a sophomore that was their num- our number one. Then we had me as the number two, and I was 
the only freshman as a starter. Oh, okay. And the other freshmen were relievers and closers. And nice. We, we did really, really good this year until we got cut off. And you're the artichokes, right? <laughs> yeah. The fighting artichokes. The fighting artichokes. Seriously, folks, who the fuck came up with that name? So you're the artichokes. Yep. That's that's crazy. That's funny. Like, and that's in Scottsdale, right? Yeah. You would think with it being Scottsdale, it would be like something else, you know? Like, hi, I'm the diamonds or <laughs> or like hi we're the scottsdale money bags or something you know they before they were green and all that stuff like that they are now they were pink oh no way so you had you they had pink artichokes yeah what the fuck? and i told our i asked our coach and equipment manager all the time can we get pink jerseys let's wear them one day and they always tell me no that's stupid like the retro you're like i want to be og i want to <laughs> i want to be the pink artichoke you know, like... And all of our kids said, yeah, let's wear them. That would be funny, though. I mean, that would be cool, I guess, you know? Like, wear. Come on, coaches. Go retro. It'll be fun. <laughs> so, now that you're pitching, well, you, were a, you weren't always a pitcher, though, right? No, I was a shortstop, and I played mainly everywhere, but I played short all during high school. Mm-hmm. Then right when I got to college, I got told by every college coach I'd be picked up as a pitcher uh-huh. and possibly play the field if something ever happens. Okay. And I didn't agree with being a pitcher only. As I starting to mature a little bit more and play a little bit more in college, I understand being a pitcher only is one of the biggest things in college you could have. Oh, nice. And so I still bug my coach, hey, let me play the field, let me play the field. And, but in my head, that passion playing the field won't ever go away. True, but what happened the last time you were playing the field? Right in front of the coach. Um, I got a ball hit right on my head, went over my head, and then he walked away. <laughs> Wait, didn't you eat shit, though? Oh, no, you flew. You went to go. You did a diving catch. Mm-hmm. And your coach said, don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> Laid out for a ball, caught it, made the play, got in the dugout. He told me never to fucking do it ever again. <laughs> Gotta watch that arm there, pal. It's gonna be a million, uh, watch, a million dollar arm. When you get famous and stuff, you're gonna be flying me out to wherever you are, and you'll be like, hey Matt, I need a tattoo, man. And I'm gonna say, all right, cool, let's go. I'll just hop on board and. Hopefully I get there. Right? Nah, you'll get there. Seriously, dude, I was I was actually, it, it doesn't, I mean, it, it takes it takes a lot for me to be impressed by someone's skill set, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And when I saw your your actual videos of you, you know, being serious, <laughs> I was I was really uh, I was really impressed. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, oh shit, that's cool, man. So it'll be uh, fun in the future to say that I, you know, tattooed you way back when. Before and, everything. Uh, yeah, before you're, you're like a superstar and playing for like the Astros or someplace. I don't know. Anywhere. Right? Anywhere that gives me money, I'll go play. So, um, who would you like to play for ideally? Like, who would be your, who would be your team? 
It would have to be the Washington Nationals. Really? Yeah. Cool. Why is that? Because everyone likes the Diamondbacks and all this stuff like that. And the Washington Nationals weren't good. Mm -hmm. And Bryce Harper was on the team at the time. And I liked Bryce Harper. And then I started watching them a little bit more. And I started liking them more. Yeah. The minute he left, I didn't become a bandwagon person. Like, oh, yeah, I like this team now. And Good so I, I just I stuck with the Washington Nationals. And when they won, I was happy. But I'd go play there because it's, it's just the crowd there is probably one of the best. In Washington? Yeah. Compared to all the other underdogs, if yeah. you say. Yeah. Well, that's Yeah. Shit. I mean, as soon as all this COVID-19 crap, you know, goes away. and Do you think that's, like, messed with your career a little bit, I guess? Or your playing time? and Not mine so much, but other people that would have got drafted this year and they weren't in, like, the top ten, five or ten rounds or something like that. Mm -hmm. It messed with them a lot. Oh, it sucks. Because some of them... We're saying, oh, I'm getting drafted right out of high school. Yeah. And now they have to go to college. Oh, my gosh. So it messed with them, but personally, me, it didn't mess with me so much. It just messes with a little bit in the future, knowing they won't have as many rounds in the draft as they do yeah, now. Yeah, any opportunities or whatever, whatnot. Yeah. So, so I'm working out every day, training every two times a week. Just getting stronger. Trying trying to work my ass off, get better, and go from there. That's cool. I mean, I see you at the gym now and then, once mm -hmm. in a great while. <laughs> uh, U.S. every time, legs two times a week, then rest is chest, then be on a bike. Something I have to do, get back in the gym, because the whole COVID thing and all the food <laughs> has made me fatter. And so, yeah, like... I totally feel the the effects of gaining weight. I was doing so good, man. I really, really was. I was doing great. I, was, I got down to 195, and I'm like, finally, under 200. And then, yeah. Then they closed down the gym, and that kind of closed down my motivation. <laughs> then I got back. Yeah, so. since, since they opened up gyms and me working out, I've gained 16 to 17 pounds, and... I struggle to gain weight, so it's a big yeah. accomplishment for me well, to gain weight. I mean, that's now, but wait yeah. till you're, like, my age or, you know. Start looking like my dad. Yeah, well, yeah, your dad, <laughs> you're like, you're a big guy like your dad. Your dad's a big dude. Um, but that's cool, man. How does he feel about you playing baseball? I mean, being that he was a baseball He He loves player. me playing baseball. He loves going out, watching, no matter what. Mm-hmm. The only problem we have is can't move away yet. He wants to watch me play every day. Oh, really? And so I, I tell him that there's different schools in, like, out of state. Like, North Dakota is one of the big ones that's been on me since the beginning of my senior year. Mm -hmm. And I would love to go out there and play there. It's a high division, too, and they're very, very good. Yeah. I love to go play with for them and stuff like that, but he doesn't want me to go out there because it's far away from home. Yeah. And he can't watch me play every day. That makes sense. 
it's yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense when you can't see your kid mm -hmm. every day like because i am the same way with evan mm -hmm. like evan being in the military evan being you know like he's deployed right now yeah and you you know evan you went to school with him mm -hmm. so it's it's so hard to like not be around your kid yeah you know so action no <laughs> one more time yes back again no i'm just kidding no it's it seems like it seems like when um when you don't see your kid uh for long periods of time it tends to you know my son dominic is in california mm -hmm. so when i don't see him it's crazy like i talked to him this morning as a matter of fact and it was cool it was good it was good to talk to him good to hear from him you know yeah. but again like he's in california california is going through all that other crap because you know once covid stopped then we have these right, these riots yes. and like all this other crazy stop the fucking riots have protests <laughs> like, not stop riots. stop the pro protest that's great you can protest if you want as long as it's peaceful no one's getting hurt yes and but you've got people getting hurt left and right. Mm -hmm. Some are the police, some are not the police, you know? And there's so many different people. Um, my nose itches. There's so many different people that are against the police right now, which is crazy because, you know, I don't know. I have a lot of different opinions on all this stuff that's going on. But, yeah. But I digress. Let's not do that. <laughs> so the your dad would you call him your biggest fan or would you say your mom's like which one who's who who uh definitely my dad yeah and my mom would probably be a close number two really my dad's always been coaching so there's there's times where like he'll talk to me as a son while he's coaching there's times he'll talk to me as a player while he's coaching oh wow when I, when I get talked to as a player it's kind of scary well, yeah, you know. Sin, your dad's a big guy. He's. But my dad's number one supporter, always pushing me, always doing everything. Yeah. Always making sure I get stuff done, do it right. If I don't do it right, do it again. That's good. But always out there helping. If I say, hey, let's go to the cage, he'll be like, okay. Even if he had a 13-hour day of working, can we go to the cage, change clothes, get ready, and let's go. That's cool. And my mom's always recording me so I can see what's going on, what I did wrong, what I did right. It's like your techniques yeah. and everything. That's and my cool. mom's almost at every game. Nice. There's times she can't be there because I got a brother that got to play high school now, just became a freshman, will now be a sophomore. Mm -hmm. But she'll go to, if we're not playing the same day and I'm playing, mm -hmm. she'll come watch me. And my dad will always be at a game I'm playing. Okay. So we played in El Paso beginning of season in January. Mm -hmm. My dad had a bowling game, bowling tournament, finished it, went home, slept for two hours, and drove 11 and a half hours to watch me play the next day. In El Paso? Yep. Nice. Watched me play, drove all the way back to New Mexico, stayed with my aunt for a little. Drove. Did you win? Uh, we did win. All oh, four okay. games were out there. I was going to say, because if you drove all the way <laughs> out to El Paso and you didn't win... We run rolled the team. Total dick move. <laughs> we run the team four times. 
Did you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So the artichokes are pretty dang pretty good? Uh yeah, we were I think eighteen or nineteen and five. Okay. That's a respectable uh stat, if you will. We we still have a lot of more games to play too. That would have been fun. So are they just not, you're just not playing anything right now? I mean, obviously sports have been, like, impacted tremendously yeah. because of all this. First because of COVID, and now mm -hmm. because of the riots and stuff. But, you know, once it all opens back up, then... We start this month, the 22nd, mm -hmm. is when our summer league starts. And then we don't know about fall if we're going back to campus yet or doing online yet. Oh, okay. We'll probably figure that out right before we go back to school. But you said you were practicing in, um, like, facilities, right? So yeah, you're, so with, you're the, not... with the trainer I have that coached at the rival high school, Shadow Ridge. Um, he's been training me since I was 14. And we're going inside now because it's getting too hot. Mm -hmm. And. Cool. It, we live we, on the sun. <laughs> and we're, we're getting a lot more people to come yeah. and train with him. Nice. So we need a bigger facility, so we're going inside now. So where do you guys train? I mean... Um, 47th Avenue. And oh, okay, so that's out this way. Yeah, it's it's not too bad. It's a guy's backyard. The backyard's really beautiful. It's got two pigeon mounds, a place to work out, a batting cage. Really? Yeah, and we call it the farm because the house next to it's got a whole bunch of roosters and chickens. Oh wow! But it's it's fun going there, just hanging out with all the kids that love to be out there playing baseball, not just to be there to be there. Yeah. They're out there because they love it. Because they for the love of the game. Yeah. You know, so to speak. Not. And just talking yeah. to them and hearing all the stories they have compared to your stories. It's yeah. just fun. Making new friends is even better. That's cool. Have you made a lot of new? people I mean are they accepting you yeah a freshman and and you know college it's it's like starting all over again you're like yeah. hey this is this is all over same yeah the minute so when I played first committed there and I played with them the summer most of them didn't talk to me because I was incoming freshman they didn't know who I was mm -hmm. the minute we started playing and I started pitching and did really really well that game the end of the game, they're like, oh, see you tomorrow, Dallas, see you tomorrow. Like, glad you're coming to this school. And you're like, oh, now you like me. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, get in, we get in the truck, me and my dad, and they go, my dad goes, see, once you start playing and they realize you're good, they're going to start talking to you. If you come out here and you do shitty, they're not going to want you and you're not going to talk to you. They didn't say because, like, because you pull bitches. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I didn't say that out loud, did I? What do you want to do, man? No, I'm kidding. Um, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, college, college life, man. You're supposed to be crazy. You're supposed to have fun. Are you allowed to have fun? Yeah, our coach, or, our coach doesn't. He'll know that stuff's hap going on and stuff like that. Yeah. And he goes, as long as you guys are safe and being careful and not dumb, you're fine. Me personally, I live too far away from everyone that goes out to school there. I don't really party. I don't do anything of that. Because you live in Surprise, man. There's but nothing to do out here. You live right next, like, close to me, like, down <laughs> the street. There's nothing to do out there. Like, we've got a Costco now. I'm going to go apply there. 
You should. That'd be cool. I know. I actually know one of the one of my clients works there too. Um, and uh, she is what you call it, um, loss prevention. Really, really nice, nice woman. She's really cool. I think I want to have her on uh, Beyond the Ink as well because she um, she was a police officer and mm-hmm. for Mesa, but she was also the first female SWAT officer like she's pretty she's pretty dope you know like she kick ass so yeah she's she's cool but um i tattooed her badge on her i said badge as in badge <laughs> she fucking mind out of the gutter <laughs> tattooed her badge on uh her chest mm-hmm. like like right on where the you know just right above yeah it was pretty cool. It sat like a champ. Nobody, no problem whatsoever. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, um, so she works at Costco. Maybe I could put a good word, get a job, it'd be cool. I'd be fine even doing night stalking, doing 12. I'd be fine with that. Well, that's cool. As long as it's not cashier or bagger, <laughs> fine. Yeah, can you imagine? Getting a cashier at Costco, brand new Costco, in surprise. Everybody got all super crazy when Canes opened up. And they're like, oh, my God, we got Canes. And I'm like, it's chicken. Oh, no. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, very, very fucking delicious. And then we got, or In-N-Out, right? And, yeah, and In-N-Out and uh, Tokyo Joe's. And Tokyo Joe's. And people lost their shit for that, too. And I was like, all right, cool. I like Tokyo Joe's. Not too bad. It's good. And being from California, originally, I like In-N-Out. love In-N-Out, so... It's 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 like a backyard barbecue, you know, like yeah. just a basic burger, man, and that's delicious. And because I'm fat, so <laughs> that's funny. So anyway, yeah, we're both from Surprise. Surprise. Um, that's pretty cool. So, question. Answer. What are you gonna do when you're? I mean, are you? planning on doing or getting signed early in your career are you going to do four years or how are you i plan to get signed as soon as possible okay because i hate school (laughs) i struggle it's so much not so much i struggle with school it's just i don't have the passion for school as i do in baseball okay but you need one with the other yeah you've got to have one so i'm one of the kids that go to school get C's, sometimes B's. Uh-huh. I was never one of the kids to get straight A's and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I, I don't have the passion for school as I do baseball. If there was a baseball class and I could take it every day, it'd be 100%. Get straight A's. What if they told you you had to get straight A's in order to play baseball? When would, you, would you get straight A's? It would be a very, very strong long struggle <laughs> you're on playing football <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck baseball <laughs> it'd be a lot of tutoring a lot of studying yeah and just a lot of work to get straight a's well that's yeah i mean school isn't for everybody yeah i mean you know like i said evan's in the military he knew what he wanted to do he mm-hmm. knew exactly what he wanted shit i'm sure he told you he knew what he wanted to do. Then uh, Matthew, you know, he's loves working out. He was 
he he works for uh, UPS right now, and mm-hmm. he's a supervisor. He just got a supervisor position. But he was like, "Yeah, I don't want I don't want to go to school," you know, and and well now he's actually thinking about going to school because they have twi- uh, tuition reimbursement. Yeah. So I thought, go, you know, like if you're gonna go, go, have have fun, you, you know. What you want. But um, yeah, and then you know, Jacob is doing his thing and works on. He works for a building company and he loves it. He's good at what he does. And like Dominic is doing property management and kind of like, you know, I did property management for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So, but he got into it with like the maintenance side, yeah. you know? So he's now maintenance supervisor and he's kicking ass. So you just have to really just figure out what you want to do. Yeah. What's going to make you, you know, excited and then just go and do that so I mean it sounds like baseball is what you want to do I mean that's that's pretty cool man just what family grew up on and just fell in love with it the first day I saw it right so your uncle he was he was the who do you think was more like influenced was it you or your uncle or was it your dad I mean my dad probably was a big influence for me because of him dropping out of high school and not getting to able to play baseball because he had to help um, his family out. Okay. My uncle's one of them too because I saw what he did and where he could have made it if he didn't do the stuff he did. So when you say stuff that he did, he's just like, uh, doing bad shit. My uncle got big into drugs and drinking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was all after he got hurt. He hurt his knee and he was supposed to get drafted by the Twins. Hurt his knee wrestling with one of my uncles, and it's kind of like a freak accident. Yeah, and the the twin said, "No, you, we're not going to draft you anymore. We don't want you." And so, graduated high school, started getting into drugs, drinking, oh, and stuff like that. And it just all went downhill from there. I saw him at his worst, at his best, and then at his worst. Yeah, and told myself I wouldn't ever get into drugs, wouldn't ever do anything, wouldn't party. And my dad was one of the people that was raised different than his brother. His brother was around um, my grandmother when she was doing drugs and all that stuff. Oh, wow. And so my uncle was, thought that was a cool thing to do. And my dad didn't see that side of my grandmother. I saw my grandmother as a healthy person, clean person. Then he lived with my uncle. Mm-hmm. That was big into circle track racing, trucks, cars, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's my dad. That was my dad's escape to go work on cars instead of going out and partying. So I think my dad's my biggest influence, just to be like him. And that's cool because you guys do work on cars together. You fixed up your truck. You. You know, you guys do spend a lot of time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's that's what it's all about, man. I just can't wait the day and say, hey, Dad, come hold this light for me, and I'm going to yell at him. And say, you're not holding it right in the same place. (laughs) I told him, here, not there. (laughs) Hold this light. No, damn it, put it over here. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. So now I just buy the lights with the magnets on it. So I'm like, 
My dad did that. Leave it there. Just, you know, I mean, because when, when you're growing up and, and you know, you don't have, like, when you don't have that person to teach you how to do stuff. and Yeah. Like, I didn't have that, you know, and I, I'm always envious. I'm not, not going to lie. I'm always envious when I see people that talk about how great their families are and how great, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I just, you know, I, I think about stuff like, man, what if I, what would I be doing if I had, you know, if I had had a stable environment? Yeah. You know, and, and like, where would we be? Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I don't, I don't dwell on it because obviously I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. And I'm successful. And, you know, I've got my own business. I've raised my kids, you know, four boys, one girl. I've done everything that I've had to do. Not all the greatest. I can't say, I've, you know, I'll never say that I was, like, the best father in the world or yeah. the best anything, you know. But my kids are strong. They're, you know, well taken care of and... You know, <laughs> I did my best. So, I mean, I'm young. I, I knew. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But we all go through our shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good to it's good to know that you had that. You know, influence, and he's still there to. Uh, you know, because you guys are pretty tight. So. Mm-hmm. He also scares me, so we gotta, gotta, be, <laughs> gotta be nice to him. A healthy dose of fear is not a bad thing. My pops used to say that. He's, I tell all my friends, I don't, I don't care if he's in a wheelchair or he's on his deathbed. I will still be terrified of my dad. <laughs> my dad's hands make just anything look tiny. Right. He's got big old hands, and you're like, yeah. that would hurt. <laughs> it, it does. You get in trouble. My mom would call me by my full name. I laugh. She, uh like pick up a shoe and just like throw it on my ass. She did that. <laughs> I laughed. The minute she called my dad's name, I ran. <laughs> That's funny. Wait till your father hears about this. You're like, oh. Yeah, every time, just I'm, kidding, every time my mom you. said, I'm going to call your dad, I'd apologize to my mom. I'd make sure everything she needed, if she needed <laughs> anything. You should have done it before that. Go get her. You should have done it before. She had to use that threat. <laughs> Wait till I call your dad. Oh, shit. Because then your dad's already amped up because you called him at work yeah that used to be my thing like if i had to get called if, if they called me at work like that was it i was you know i was pissed off or whatever but yeah it was always the same thing i'm the disciplinarian in the house so that was my role that was my job mm-hmm. and um still is you know because i always said i'm raising men i'm not raising disrespectful little shits and you know whatnot and, but uh Good times. So you have a you have a brother too, right? I do I have a brother and I have a half sister. You have a brother and a half sister. God damn it. Yep. Who do you like more? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> My half sister graduated this year. Oh she did? Yeah. Oh nice. Where'd she graduate from? Couldn't tell you. Oh. She moves way too much. <laughs> You're like, but last she graduated. Time, last time I talked to her, she was in Louisiana. Okay. That was the last time I talked to her about where she lived. Mm-hmm. And I think she lives in like 
South that's... Carolina now, I want to say. In a oh, small okay. town, South Carolina. Like, wow. That's crazy. She was the president of, like, the livestock and all that stuff. So, like, FFA? Like, yeah. Future Farmers of America? Yep. Sis was the president of that one. My, uh, my brother was in that FFA back in the day. He raised a pig. That's what Taylor says. Yeah. Because, like, raised a pig. It was amazing. I want to do it again. I go, yeah. we live a surprise. We don't have that. Yeah, we are. I can't really do that. Um, yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to raise a pig in surprise. It's too hot. Very true. But pigs don't stink. Pigs are, they no, don't they have spike glands, so. Or at least that's what they say. Because um, I've met, I've met a few pigs that actually stink. And, um. <laughs> just kidding. Poor attempt at humor. Whatever. Um, so yeah, so family life with, now your son, your son, your, your brother, he's a junior now or is he'll he, be a sophomore this year. He'll be a sophomore. Yeah. Is he a pain in the ass? Very much is. Two o'clock in the morning, screaming into a microphone, playing Xbox, jumping up and down while I'm trying to sleep. What does he play? Uh, Fortnite. All very, he'll, he'll go to Fortnite, Rocket League, Minecraft. Uh, Call of Duty. Oh, he's playing. He's being to two K right now. He's playing some basketball. Oh, okay. And he he's live streaming and doing stuff like that with friends. But I always tell everyone, they're like, "What do you think your brother would do?" I go, "He'll either play games, make video games, or be a comedian." <laughs> He'll do one of those three. He's gonna enjoy being a comedian. If he does that. Yeah. He, all he does is sit there, watch YouTube and TikToks, and finds funny jokes, and just makes everyone laugh. It, it's a struggle to make him upset or angry at anyone. That's good. He he, we always ask him, "Where'd you come from? <laughs> You're nothing like any of us." That's funny. Cause he'll wake up at three. Well, he'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning, smiling, and you can wake us up at three o'clock in the morning. We'll tell you go to hell. Gets all angry as shit. You're <laughs> yeah. like, no, nah, I don't want to be here. Like, he's like, hey guys, good morning. How are you? <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, that's funny. Top of the morning to you. Eat shit. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want toast with your bacon? No. <laughs> I want you to get the hell out of my face. No. That's funny. He's gonna see this episode and he's gonna be like, wow, that's really harsh there, big bro. And he'll be like, no, it's not. That's you. My brother wrote my brother wrote something on a paper and they go, What's your um, biggest influencer? And he goes, My brother. And it made my mom cry and it made me Like t- you? Yeah, it made me tear up a little bit. That's fucking cool. And they go See now you feel like a dick, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, Why? And then you just because if he needs help with stuff, I'll usually help him out. Yeah. And I'll like make fun of him. But I said, if anyone else makes fun of you, let me know. I'm going to beat your ass. And I, there's a couple of kids where, like, I have to remind myself, you're younger than me by a lot. I can't really do anything. Because they'll make fun of them, and they'll do all this stuff. And, yeah. like, I'll be like, only I can do that. And I'm very overprotective when it comes to family, friends, and anyone that's associated with me. As you should be. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, that's my trigger point. Mm-hmm. Family, friends, p- 
people that I care about yeah in general that's my trigger point like I will you know pretty much become a violent man yeah if uh allegedly just kidding um yeah scratch that from the record no um but yeah it's it's I'm very like you mess with my friends or my family or anybody that I'm that I care about mm mm-hmm. And I don't give a shit what happens. I will whoop their ass. Or yeah, I tell you know. everyone you can make fun of me. You can call me names. You can do whatever you want about me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The minute you bring a family member or a friend into it, that's when I get really defensive. Yeah. And I've had a girl walk around telling people, um, "My uncle didn't do what he did. I only want uh, people's feelings and want them to feel sorry for me." About what? About wait, about who? Uh, some girl that I used to go to school with. That minute she said, "My uncle didn't do what he did." Yeah. Um, and the only reason why I have a tattoo for him is because I want people to feel sorry for me. Is the minute I stop talking to her, the minute I blocked her on everything and won't ever if I ever hear her name or something like that, I get very. Well, up, yeah. I a, get very upset. Yeah. Not so much like I want it beat her I just wanted to like ask her why she said it what was the reason but how did she put it in context so like what she goes did she, she goes like the whole way it started is because I don't want to date her okay I said sorry I don't want to date you at the time not don't want anything and then she went around like posting saying um this kid right here only has this tattoo to be cool only has it to show people. Well, it's a cool tattoo. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Do you want a close-up one? Fuck you. <laughs> it is a cool tattoo. Um, my uncle is still alive and all this stuff. Wait, so she said that your uncle's memorial tattoo that we did mm-hmm. and that your uncle is still alive mm-hmm. and that he didn't pass away. Yeah. She said, I just want it for people to feel sorry for me and all that stuff. Like, oh, that would be cool, but I didn't spend this amount of money to just go have it as a joke. There's yeah, even then, like, why the hell would you? Like, that's yeah. stupid. Not stupid saying, like, that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I was there. I was at the funeral. I was, you know, besides that point, I mean, mm-hmm. what the fuck? stupid and she like she goes all your tattoos have no meaning i go okay you can think that after she said that she got a tattoo of a wave inside her wave inside her lip inside her lip like the lip tattoos yeah she got one of those they don't stay very well at all and one of my friends showed me i go it's very meaningful to her i guess (laughs) just left it at that damn but all the people that knew, like, know me, that grew up with me, know um, my uncle's one of my biggest fans in my mind that can't be there but is watching me from above. Yeah. But I digress. So, hey, man, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Like, what are your plans? Uh, playing baseball is probably one of the big ones. That's mm-hmm. where I want to see myself in five years. But if not that... It's finishing up school to be a dental assistant. So why a dental assistant? I mean, 
teeth are kind of funky, man. They like, are, but and breath. True. Like, just I <laughs> saw it and I was like breath. <laughs> just like, cause my big thing with people, if I first meet you, the first thing I look at is not eyes, the way you look or anything. It's your teeth. Oh wow! So, that's the first thing I look at is your teeth. I'm gonna talk like this from now on, cause my teeth are fucked. And like, I gotta, I gotta get them fixed, again. And like, I like people with really nice teeth. They have nice smiles, whitened teeth. Like, I don't have the prettiest of teeth and stuff like that, but. But you will. I, I want to, yeah. And, like, <laughs> and just my cousin doesn't. She loves it. And I asked her, I was like, how, how is it? And she goes, I love it. Love working with people. Mm-hmm. Then um, me liking kids and stuff like that, I could also help kids learn how to brush better, floss, and all that stuff. Okay. Well, I think that's a good good thing, you know? But, I mean... You could always do that after your baseball career, too. Yeah. You know, um, imagine playing for whoever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever team picks you up. And then you become a dental assistant after, or like, you know, like, I mean, stranger things have happened. So, yeah. like, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, man, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Even, like, if I get drafted right out of college like next year if I get drafted mm-hmm. I can come back to school and still do all that stuff and that's true then yeah just go and finish it that's true you know it's just jump back in mm-hmm. you know so dental assistant or dental hygienist you can do either which one either or yeah that's cool but uh, people always ask me, what's the first thing you look at when you look at, like, girls in yeah. general? I'm like, teeth. You have to have nice teeth. That's like, bullshit, the, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just like, fucking with you. Like, you, do you care about, like, personality and stuff like that? I was looking at your teeth. Mm. It's there you were. <laughs> here. It's there you were. She's like, my teeth are up here, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, where I was looking at your teeth, I'm like, where are you now? No, that's, that's just a big thing with me is teeth. Yeah. What if they have big teeth? Then, like, they, if they have big teeth, like as long as they're teeth. straight and nice looking, I'm fine. <laughs> that's crazy. You got one tooth going one way, one tooth to go another way. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be really good friends. You got the one ways. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at least, I mean, you know, at least... If you become a dental assistant, you can help people mm-hmm. with the one ways. And I mean, I don't have the straightest teeth. I did. I went to, you know, um, I did go to get braces, and I had braces when I was 25, and and then I just kind of slacked on my on my retainer. Yeah, I had braces two times. Oh wow! One in fourth grade, then one seventh and eighth grade. Oh, wow. Had them. Didn't wear my retainer, and it's starting to hit me now, where I have my front tooth, it's starting to turn. Yes. And I'm the only one that sees it, and it irritates me it's okay, man. I saw more than too. anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, like, pe- people look at me, and they're like, oh, you have really nice teeth, they're nice and straight. And I'm like, thank you. And then, like, in my head, I'm like, I know they're lying. They can see that crooked tooth. And they're like, and they walk away, like, oh, they see a crooked <laughs> tooth? I don't know. She, no. um, it's bad. God, it's bad. 
No, I I have one this one tooth right there. I was wrestling with the with I think it was Matthew or Evan, can't remember. Um, headbutted me and the tooth went and went inside. I was like, oh shit, you know. And I tried to wear my retainer, it didn't work, and so now I'm just like, this sucks. Like I I I actually, you know, I now have. A crooked tooth. So I was thinking about like doing the whole Invisalign. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been able to to do that yet. Um, or what was the other one? It's like Invisalign, and then there's um, Smile Direct or something like that. They have a new one. I've never heard of that. Um, where you can you can get it sent to you, and they send you all the trays. And it's actually cheaper than Invisalign. But mm-hmm. there was a there was a couple of them um, that I thought, well, that would be kind of cool, but like that would hurt, <laughs> you know? Like I don't know about those trays, man. I hear so many different horror stories. Yeah. That I'm like, but then I don't want to get braces again. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm, I'm just not like too thrilled on the idea of having braces again because braces sucked. Yeah. You know, and couldn't do a lot. Mm-mm. I got my braces off and I wanted a steak really, really bad. That was the only thing I wanted was like a steak. And we went to get steak and you know how like when you have braces off, your teeth are so sensitive. Like yeah. just, I didn't know that. I went to bite the steak. I was like, oh, like, oh shit, like that hurts so bad. And so Veronica wanted to leave. She was like, well, we'll just, we'll just take it to go. And I'm like, nope. I'm staying right here. I'm going to eat this steak. And she's like, how the hell are you going to eat it? So I took steak sauce and I mashed it up. And I, the whole time, I ate the whole steak. I didn't make that noise, but I basically used my tongue, not my teeth, to to uh, eat that steak. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking good. <laughs> I was happy with that. But, yeah, man, there's no other pain than mouth pain. And that... Mouth pain sucks. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't... I mean, you can kick yourself in the nuts, and that hurts. But mouth pain, uh, it hurts your soul. Hey, all my friends get their wisdom teeth pulled out. Uh-huh. And, like, like when are you going to get yours done? Well, mine grown, like, grew in perfectly fine where it didn't hurt. There's yeah. A couple, there's a couple of times where, like, oh, yeah, I can feel them. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's like an hour or two. It lasts an hour or two, then it goes away. Yeah. And the doctors look at it. They go, oh, they came in perfectly fine. You don't need to get them removed or anything. I'm so happy for that. Yeah, I didn't have to have mine either, which is cool. No, no wisdom teeth action. I have them. They're still there. I have mm-hmm. plenty of room. As a matter of fact, I got plenty of room for another set if they, if I wanted to have. I have a big mouth. <laughs> Doctor's like, oh, you got plenty of room. I'm like, thanks, pal. Appreciate that. But, um, yeah. They wanted to take him out. One of the doctors was like, yeah, you need these taken. We need to take these out. I'm like, oh, okay. Scheduled the surgery. Went in. They did another x-ray. Because mm-hmm. the, the doctor that was going to take him out was like, who said you needed these? And I told him, yeah, well, my my." You know, my dentist said that, and he was like, dude, you have plenty of room. You don't need them. I was sitting there high off of Vicodin, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, it was. I didn't need him. He's like, you don't need. You don't need your. Almost. He's like, almost took him out for no reason. I'm like, uh, that's not good. But yeah, always good to get a second opinion, man. Well, that's cool, dude. I appreciate. Uh, honestly, I appreciate you coming and doing this for you know, with me and and uh, allowing me to film you and tell your story. I know you're super young, so this is only the beginning for you, man. I mean, I do think um, that you're gonna do something big. Hope so. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, we. It did quiet down. So, I mean, again, I, this is a good test to see how my microphones are and how, uh, if I need to buy new lapel mics, stronger mics, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I love it. <laughs> I like the new spot. I'm not going to lie. I love it. Uh, it's different. Um, it's nice. From not being, you know, um, in one spot all the mm -hmm. time and. But it's it's cool. It's exactly what I need. It's still small. It's still um, to to yourself. Yeah, I'm still to myself. I'm still private, and um, I think with the amount of traveling that I do and the schedule that I keep, mm -hmm. it's perfect for me. Yeah. So and I like I said, I like the neighbors that are here. They're really cool. Um, Dana is the one that actually told me about this place. And she's like, you gotta come check out my place. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And I was gonna go um, sign a lease at another place. And then I met Dana. And so, you know, it's kind of weird how things like align. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just, it's crazy. So, but yeah, man. Um, Thank you for being on the show. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, thanks for letting me stab you repeatedly, you know, with my new wireless, <laughs> my new wireless machine that I'm going to talk about forever. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a tattoo artist professional and you'd like to pick up a nice little wireless or if you need some supplies, hex tat, anything, um, go check out Needle Supply. They're really, really good. Especially all the new uh, estheticians and, and um, um, microbladers and all those. They, they ask me the same thing, like, where do you get your supplies? Where do you get your gloves? Where do you get your, you know, the nail tags that I'm like, needle supply. Just go see them. Go talk to them. Go set up an account. You're a professional. And they're just like, okay. And so I talked to Mike this morning and, and I was telling him that I'm referring to I always do. I always refer everybody to yeah. uh, to Needle Supply. And um, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, there's going to be like, hairstylists and there's going to be, you know, uh, microbladers and <laughs> that are going to come and ask for supplies and because it's there. They have masks. They have gloves. They have all the sanitary, you know, everything you need to sanit like sanitize your your area <laughs> sanitize your location um and they're they've got the best prices so it works nice very cool so if you're still with us 
please give us a nice little thumbs up. That's hustle butter. But yeah, if you're still with us, give us a thumbs up, like, hit that smash. Just hit the smash? Smash the hish. Hit that <laughs> smash. <laughs> Next! No. <laughs> it's the fumes, folks. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. So, once again, if you're still with us and you've watched his story and you like his story, go ahead and hit the like button, smash that subscribe button, and then if you want to turn on the bell to find out, hey, what's going on? Hey, is Matt going to have a new one or crazy what's going on? Yeah. Go ahead and hit that too. And then share it all, like it all. I'll put a little link in description for when you can see this guy in action once he becomes, you know, super famous and whatnot. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's gonna fucking happen. So once again, thanks again for being on Beyond the Ink. If you have a story, <laughs> sorry, come on down. You'll enjoy the fumes. You'll hear a lot of conversation and uh, we'll get to get to doing this, man. Thanks for uh, being the first <laughs> in the new studio. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on Beyond the Ink.